Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode will be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... Today, today, the coronavirus has been very bad. Nearly everyone on the earth has got the coronavirus, so you better be careful. I think that's the worst attempt we've ever had. I mean, that sounded like my brain in March. Did that child say, everyone on earth has got coronavirus, so you better be careful? Yeah, I mean, right, so what, normally they just say our names. Ah, I've just read the description, but it is, it's... I found this voice memo that my five-year-old son, Max, had recorded without my knowledge. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's... Uh, oh, my God. I think Max might need to speak to someone. <laughs> that is bleak, isn't it? A five-year-old worried that much about corona. It is in the news, Rob. Yeah, and at school. They talk about it a lot at school. Yeah. So if they're at school, they'll be chatting about it. But, um, yeah, well, it's quite a bleak intro, that, into what is, you know... You know, we're cautious optimism, aren't we? We're being jolly careful to have a jolly good time. Obviously, Max is, um, I don't know, he's, he's read a lot about this Bill Gates conspiracy. He's quite yeah. into that one. He's not sure about it. I'm still waiting to hear the hooves running over the hill. If Boris Johnson men- mentions horse feet once more in a fucking briefing about how shit all our lives are, I'm sick of it, Josh. I don't want to know. Horse feet. Horse feet. That's the phrase, Rob. That's the Rob Beckett phrase. <laughs> horse feet. I don't care about all's feet running over an hill. I think he's still trying to be like the, the funny one, isn't he, Bojo? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll yeah. see how he is. We've got him on in a couple of weeks, haven't we? Oh, um, he would be a great booking, wouldn't he? He would be a good booking. I should be clear that we haven't got him on in a couple of weeks before we start getting emails from people going, really looking forward to the Boris Johnson one, or I can't believe you've got Boris Johnson on. Oh, Obviously. that'd be great, wouldn't it? I'd just, I'd just be like, you know, how, how, how much have you used long COVID to get out of parenting? <laughs> Because <laughs> I think if I if I had it, I'd really ham that up a bit. Like, oh, I'm just feel a bit a bit weak still after you know you know it's yeah. all fine. I've not tested positive for a few weeks, but just a little bit uh, weak still. Well, do you think because obviously um, Carrie didn't like Dominic Cummings? Do you think he when he got rid of Dominic Cummings, he was like, "Can I have a lion tomorrow? I've got rid of him. <laughs> Come on, let me have a weekend off parenting." We've got we've got very um, we've got very <laughs> political. Let's uh, well not let's be honest, we haven't got very political. Josh, can I say you sound crystal clear? What's going on? I bought a lead, uh, oh. so yeah. So um, I've gone back to having not what not Wi-Fi. That's yes. basically what's happened. So you've had to plug it in old school, plug a I wire into in old school. There's a lead going down to the sitting room, oh. and it's not as long as I thought the lead was going to be. So it's quite it's quite tense, and I'm worried that one pull from the sitting room and my computer could fly off the desk at any point. So oh, that'd yeah. be exciting. Like someone like trips over because is it? I, mean, I imagine it's sort of dragged across the room, up the stairs, and it's a bit. Is it a bit of a health and safety hazard? Yeah, I have. I haven't. I mean, it came with some of those little um, things that you attach to the wall above oh, the. Like, um, tack it in. Yeah. They went straight in the bin. You're plugged in now and you're raring to go, Josh. I feel like my voice is like, is just sharper. Oh, it's like velvet. <laughs> Anyone said that about your voice before? 
I um, if anyone's looking for any like voiceovers for like flake adverts or anything, I really feel like I can do them from home now. Really? With this why kind of why don't you say deliciously smooth chocolate for all the family and see what that sounds like in your voice? Now it's all sexy and clear. Deliciously. Oh. oh. Deliciously smooth <laughs> chocolate for all the family. You struggled with the deliciously. Yeah, so did you though when you set it up. Is it, is it a really difficult word? Deliciously. Yeah, it's, hard. it's a tough word that, isn't it? Yeah. I'll get rid of it if I was in the Tasty BO Tasty chocolate for all the family. Tasty chocolate. Like it. How are you, Rob? Well, good. I'm all right. I've been, what have I been doing? I've been, um, oh, I've got an idea for the show, Josh. Okay, it's come on. up. I've been to my friend and, and yeah. he basically said that his 11 year old out of nowhere in the car, said to him, Dad, did you know kangaroos have three vaginas? Oh, wow. Is that true, or is the kid just bullshitting? He's just freestyled on a kangaroo vagina. I'm not going to lie. I'm not Googling it. I've, I've just done it. Let's find out. Does a kangaroo have three vaginas? Kangaroos have three vaginas. Well, there we go. There we go. So I've got an idea for the show now, off the back of that. Yeah, what, is your, kangaroo what on. is your kangaroo on. Let's talk. <laughs> Which one do you use first? <laughs> Why would you need three? Why would you need three? Um, I don't know, Rob. Well, they've also got that pocket as well. They're, they're like a Swiss Army knife, aren't they? They are, they are like a divorcee's combat trousers. There's <laughs> a pocket for whatever you need. You keep your earnings in one pocket, the child allowance in the other <laughs> pocket. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're full of pockets. So I thought this is good. We could get our listeners to tell us facts they've learned from their kids that they never knew. Okay. Because I think it's all about learning, isn't it? So we'd quite like the name of your kid, their age and the fact. And it needs to be a fact you didn't know beforehand. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. That's good. Because that happened to me as well to, uh, this week. My, oh, yeah. um, your children are a lot younger than that, Rob. Yeah, no, they're so it's quite it's a, it's a more emasculating experience for you. I look, I've always said this. I will always, if I don't know something, I will always ask a question. Yeah, I would always, even if it made me look stupid, because I'd rather look stupid and learn right, than yeah. not look stupid and not learn. Yeah, you, you made the wrong decision there. It's much better to not look stupid and not learn. <laughs> Do you reckon? Because I, I will in a in a conversation with people that you know you speak to someone that's sort of like sort of higher in the pecking order than you, whether it's at work or social or whatever, or you're at a party but you don't really know anyone, and someone says something, I will go, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, anyway, I, I've been told my my daughter's been doing like art at school, and I sort of really tapped out art early doors, and she's got a favourite artist. She's got a favourite. Well, she says it's a favourite artist. I think it's one artist that the, the teacher must have mentioned. And her name, I, can't, I sent it. I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah. What's the her picture? Name? Her name is Yayoi Kusama. She's this Japanese lady who's like ninety-one. Yeah. And she does art with like little dots, right? And she's done this big pumpkin. And then my daughter kept on saying to me, "I love Yayoi Kusama." I was going, "What is that?" I thought it was like something on like Cartoon Network or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I went, "I don't know what you're talking." And she actually had to, she had to spell it out. To me, to Google in phonics. So yeah, Yoi Kusama. So I learned that today, and I think I've got, a, I think I've got a, a, an officially middle class child now. Yeah, I think I think you're in serious trouble there, Rob. You very much pinpointed the moment at which she overtook you. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it was the first week of primary school. But I, that's what you want. That's progress. Exactly. Who right. wants a kid thicker than them? Well, I'd say at the age of five, you should be able to. <laughs> I'd say when they're five. I like a bit of mental sparring. Do you know what I mean, indoors? Yeah, like she's she's not sparring with you. She's playing with you like a cat would play with a mouse, Rob. <laughs> um, 
And the other thing I've been doing, Josh, is I've been watching, because the kids are getting a bit old now, you can't watch certain things in front of them, can you? When they're babies, you can watch yeah, like yeah, of course. The Walking Dead or, or whatever, or you know, stuff that's a, or a bit sweary or whatever when they're really little, but now they pick up on everything. So I've been watching, and it's been making me upset. I've been watching on Sky Sports, they do a thing where it's like Arsenal v Chelsea, all the best goals. Well, in the history of the fixture. Yes. And I'm an Arsenal fan, and I don't know who that's for. Basically, I'm like, yeah, Arsenal score. It's like being in sort of an abusive relationship. I'm like, yes, go on, Henri. All of a sudden, Drogba turns up and scores an hat-trick. And I'm just like, oh, God, this is awful. Yeah, it's, it's for fans of London football. <laughs> I don't know who'd watch it, though, because the Chelsea fans get the ump and the Arsenal fans get the ump. I'd watch Arsenal goals against Chelsea. Yeah, of course. But don't start slipping Chelsea goals in. No, you want you want the Thierry Henry 100 Club documentary they do, yes, don't you? Yes, yeah, maybe I'll just watch that instead. So but... I thought there was going to be something to do with you not allowed to watch it in front of your kids, but it's just that you don't like the Chelsea goals. Yeah, no, that, that's what I said. I've been starting to watch stuff that, you know, you can watch football in front oh, of right, them. Oh, right, yeah. Because it's like, you know, not the, I can't watch, you know, it starts to limit what you can watch, yeah. doesn't it? yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and if whenever I'm on my phone, they jump on me and just say, show me funny animals. And then I just search funny animals into TikTok. Right, right. Is that good parenting? Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's better than if you were just on your phone. I feel a, I feel a deep guilt about being on my phone in the same room as my daughter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And do you know what a child isn't stupid enough to be tricked by? Yeah. If you're watching TV with them and you think you've got your phone like on the blind side of your body and you're just looking at it with your hat. Oh, they know. They know. Anyone who thinks that they don't know, they do know. Like just using your leg to mask the fact that you're reading Twitter. Oh, you, are, you are not getting away with that, mate. No, they know. They know. But when they're little, you can get away with it. I used to cradle them in my arms playing FIFA as they slept. And at that point, I thought I've absolutely nailed life. And looking back, I really had. You really? <laughs> that, I, that, it peaked then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't cradle them in your arms or play FIFA with them. How's your PlayStation no. 5 going? Oh, my God, I love it. I just fucking love being Spider-Man. Sorry, I keep swearing. I just say it's so good. It's like being in New York, Josh. It's outrageous. I just, I, do you know what? I'm going to admit it, Rob. I think adults yeah. that play games consoles need to have a word with themselves. What, what would that word be? Grow up. What do you do instead then? What do you, what, say everyone leaves the house. Say like, because well, we used to ask our guests this in proper lockdown. Say... Um, what, say everyone leaves know. the house? It's never happened, Rob. Right, so, okay. <laughs> okay, so Rose takes your daughter away. Say there's no lockdown rules anymore, right? And Rose, this weekend is taking your daughter away to her mum's for three nights. You've got, and you're not working, Jesus. Friday, Saturday and Sunday. What is your weekend? And then the pub's open. Yeah, so it's like normal. It's like normal times. Um, I would definitely go out Friday and Saturday, and Sunday I would get a curry. Okay, so you, you're going out. So what are you doing in the day though, when you're not going out, or the Sunday night, just watching telly? Yeah, I just watch Reading. telly. Yeah, or um, yeah, or in the day I'd be hungover, so I'd get up. I'd probably get up so late, Rob. And I wouldn't, <laughs> would I? I wouldn't. That's the thing. No, what would no, happen? You'll be up at 8am. you up at 8am, fucking livid at myself for my body <laughs> clock. Absolutely furious. <laughs> so you're up at 8am, right? Friday morning, 8am. You're, you're not even hung over yet because you're not gone out. It's so Friday like, party. Do I get Friday? The d- I work on Fridays. Yes. No, but no, you're not working. All right, got, okay. So I've got Friday day. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, do you know what? This is so bad. I can't remember what I used to do. <laughs> What did I do? That is so sad. Did I, I must have used my time in the first 34 years of my life somehow. What did I do? 
I've got nothing. I'd like, what, look at my phone? I wouldn't spend Friday reading a book. I'd never read a, just sit and read a book in, in the living room like I'm a Victorian. Like, no. I'd read a so book, not read the book in bed or on a commute. So that's what I'm reading. Yep. Watching TV. But I don't do that in the day. <laughs> so so, you're, so at this point, you're just sat on your bed waiting for it to be time to get dressed to go to the pub. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand where my life's gone. But Josh, I've given you a whole weekend to do whatever you want. It's 8am and you haven't picked anything No, yet. I'm, I'm absolutely stuck. I'm absolutely <laughs> stuck for things to do. But I tell you what I wouldn't do. What? Play a computer game. Why not? Because it would feel, I would feel guilty and like it was a waste of my time. Yeah, that's because you care too much about what people think and society doesn't put enough respect no, on Rob, playing computer no, games. It looks no, no, like no, a Rob. loser. It's always been defined as a loser stoner thing to do or children Rob, or nerds. Rob, you're pretending to be Spider-Man. Yeah, it's great. What are you doing? Sat down going, what is my life? That is that. I'm being yeah, Spider-Man and you're laying in a bed. I'm one of the great thinkers, Rob. I'm pondering on what is life. You're observing. Doing some other, you've got what you what you do. I probably go. go I probably go to the shops. I pro, I'd meet up with people. That's what I do. <laughs> so yeah, you'd organise like lunch with some that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. what I do. Okay, fair enough. But I'm just saying, games are really good fun, and you can play with your friends online and talk to them, and it's a really good laugh, Josh. That's all I'm saying. So who do you play with online? Nick the Greek. I met him. He's Joe Swash's best mate. I met him in Australia doing the jungle. Right. So you're playing Spider Man with Joe Swash's best friend. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, that's 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 how and, you... and, and the Call of Duty, the shooting, like the, the war game. Who's that with? Like Joey Essex's brother? Who are you playing with? <laughs> so, like, my mates play. We play the war zone together, my mates and stuff like yeah. that. It's good fun. I think it's moved on a lot since your early days, but I, you know, I, I, my daughters they were loving being Spider Man. Yeah, because they're three and five. I'm enjoying it, Josh. So yeah, I, you know, fine. But if it, I can come round when you're allowed to, whenever it's not against the law, and I'm, I'll show you Spider Man, and I think you'll really like it. I, I don't like the computer games that are based in a. I don't. I. I, I mean, you're gonna. You're gonna not enjoy this. I don't like superheroes. I think people need to have a word with themselves about this whole superhero thing that's been going on recently. You're gonna be when when your daughter's older and you, she wants to go like she's into gaming or she's into a band. You're gonna be that dad at a, like a One Direction concert with his iPad and headphones on, watching the snooker as an as as an event unfolds. I've told around. you, Rob, that I can't. I I won't. I'll, I'll have hidden the iPad just behind my legs so she won't be able to see it. <laughs> There's a great, um, I think it's like a, a Twitter thread thing or just online memes of dads at concerts with their kids. Yeah. At something they hate and they're either reading a book or asleep or watching something on their phone. Did, did your parents take you to anything that you think they, in hindsight, hated? Oh, um, well, we used to go to wrestling, which I don't like anymore. But we, As we, in I WWE? Went- Yes, but my brother was six years older, so he sort of like would chaperone us sort of thing, so my mum and dad didn't have to come. Yeah. But I don't think there's that much that we, we used to go... My dad doesn't like football. We went to Crystal Palace doesn't a few he? times and, and Arsenal a few times. That yeah. must be tough, because my mum and my dad... So my dad does like football, um, and my mum got into football by going to Argyle with us. Oh, really? Yeah, but then she she didn't have the mentality for it. She found it too. She got too emotionally involved, and she found it too stressful. She cared too much once she got into it, so she had to kind of stop liking it again. It's weird because I've been thinking about this of like, oh, what is it my kids are going to be into? And I hope 
because you want them to like the things you like. Like for you, you'd love it if your daughter liked Blur. And then when she got to like 15... I'd I'd worry about how it would affect her school friend situation. Well, it's good. You want them to be a bit different, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then the thing of like, uh, you have to try... uh, What is the worst thing that they could get I'm going to give you five things now, Rob, that your daughters could be into. I want you to put them in order of what you at least are most like to attend. Okay. Okay. Uh, Opera. Opera, okay. Okay, the second one is... um, the comedy of Ramesh Ranganathan and they want to go to every every date on tour and he can sort you the tickets. Okay, all right. Number three is ice dancing. Ice dancing, yep. Number four is a terrible kind of children's band like um, the equivalent of Steps, that kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of, yep. And number five is uh, slasher movies. I don't mind slasher movies. Ramesh will be fun, but I don't think I can do every date on tour. No. Or I'd start, after about five in, I'd start shouting the punchlines. <laughs> I think it'd be quicker than that. <laughs> I, know, I think I could preempt some of them. <laughs> First night. First night. Um, so I, um, uh, the, the Steps music one, I'd struggle with that. That'd be hard work. Yeah. Um, and slasher movies, I don't mind because Lou doesn't like them. So that'd be quite good. So I think slasher movies, good. Ramesh, good. Opera in the middle. And the ice dancing, not for me. And No. Because about, I think as well though, I think I can convince myself to love anything. That's good news for Lou. <laughs> How's things going, bit patchy? We're not getting on, but I've just got to do a bit of convincing. <laughs> I've just got to work on it. Just got to work on my own brain. But I think I, I'm very good at seeing the positives in stuff. So yeah. like certain sports, like hockey or whatever, you know, I'm not. I've never really watched hockey or been engaged with it, but I think I could get into. It. I I think I believe that were I to be put in the situation, I could probably get into any sport if I was exposed to it. Well, if she was into gaming, yeah, I could get into that. You'd love it, mate. You'd love it once you're in it. You'd love it. Yeah, because it's also for you as well. You have a little headset on, and the, the no, little I don't want to wear the headset. You, nah, you, nah, nah, uh, you're, the why head. not? You're too worried about what people think. No, there's no one there. I'm too worried about what I think about myself. And the moment I put on that headset, I think you are you absolutely you are pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) No, but then you can talk to your. You'd love it. Imagine being Josh Whitaker. I can talk to my mates anyway. I don't need a headset on and to pretend to be the Incredible Hulk. Anyway, should we talk about parenting? <laughs> yeah, um, so we've got through, I think, the good news is I think we've got through the the eye of the hurricane dummy-wise after last week. Oh, yes, podcast. sorry, I did ask about your no, so the dummy right. situation. How is it? I think we're there. After 4.20 last Sunday, that was the lowest moment. And we're now looking at 6.30s and 7s, 6.15 Ooh, this morning. That's good. Well, my, mine with no dummies wake up about 6 every day anyway. I think that's certain kids' body parts. Yeah, I just think. I've got a theory on sleepers that I think you're going to disagree with. But from observing, you know, my friends that have had children, like Ellis has got obviously one child who can sleep well and one child who's not as good as we established. Um, I think, like, obviously you can get them to a level with sleep training and stuff, but I think always innately a bad sleeper is never going to be an amazing sleeper at any point. They'll always default a bit to what they are. Yeah, well, some people just need their sleep. I don't need much sleep to operate. No, you're like Alex Ferguson or Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I've got, I've got the touch of the Thatcher and the Fergusons about me. People yeah. have always said that in my demeanour. Um, <laughs> this boy's not for turning. That's always been my catchphrase. That's why I didn't get the voice job. Um, but... <laughs> 
But I don't need a lot of sleep to like, and Lou doesn't either, really. So it's no surprise where, you know, my, my brother Dan always slept in late, right? And then his yeah. um, his son sleeps quite well as well. So I think it's just different people need less amount of sleep or more, you know? Totally. So. The, the amount, uh, when I was a kid, I must have been up so early because of some of the things I remember watching. Christmas, everyone hated me in my house because I'd be up at five, yeah. buzzing for it. You know, and I, even now as an adult, I'm up early. But I get up. And I, I suppose my parents must have still been asleep. I must have been seven or eight or whatever. And they'd still be, you know, do you remember when they just used to show teletext? Yeah, you'd wait for it, something to come on. I'd get up and they'd still be showing teletext. I must have been up at like five or something. It's, it's insane that kids can just access anything on streaming. Yeah. Like Blockbuster, the thought of going to block. I went to Blockbuster as a kid and went to video shops as a kid, right? Yeah. And that was fun. And I, I experienced that, and that's just how we did it. The thought now of me saying to Lou, should we go and rent a video, and driving 10 minutes to the town centre, parking, paying for parking, and then walking around aisles of videos. <laughs> the floor space needed. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Rob. We sound like two very old men, but... <laughs> I'm only 34. But I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Our children are not going to appreciate any of those things. You don't appreciate the music as much when you can just click, you can just write it into Spotify. Yeah. If, if they had the Frozen album rather than just being able to play it on every device in the house, they would appreciate it so much more. Yeah, but it's all relative though, isn't it? Just because it's easier and more accessible now doesn't mean it's like wrong. Like you don't appreciate it as no, much. No, no, like I know. Going... I'm, of course, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I, I obviously prefer the past. Well, my my dad, my dad's seventy six, and he always goes like, "Core dear, all the stuff that's changed." And I think that's quite. A, he was born in like forty four, right? So it's quite. A, you know, he had a war, and all this has gone on. And he he goes, "Oh, if my dad was alive now, he'd go, Core, what's all this going on?'" And I go, "If you're, if he was, a, if he came back to life, I think he'd be the issue, not the, not <laughs> the fact that there's like mobile phones." And he goes, "He's look at it, and he, uh, you'd never believe how busy the M25 is." I'd be like, "Surely that wouldn't be top of his list." <laughs> he probably didn't even witness the M25, let alone realise how busy it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't even know when that was built. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, we're all getting older, aren't we, Josh? You just have to, yeah. you know. Email in. What do you miss about the past? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob. We've yes. we've had a lot of um, people with their bad school trips, so I've just got a couple for you. Oh, yeah. This is from Claire Marlowe. Hi, guys. Uh, the mention of ridiculous school trips has reminded me of my own school's 24-hour trip to France in Year 7. We live in Lincolnshire, so before we even began, it comprised of almost four hours of a coach to Dover, two-hour ferry to Calais. When we arrived, we travelled one hour on a coach to see a wall. Unsure what this wall was, where it was, why we were looking at it. We then spent two hours taking notes about the wall, including drawings, before spending a couple of hours at a market where all the class bought knuckle dusters. <laughs> that was the thing with kids that went to France. French markets, laser pens, knuckle dusters. And um, bangers. And pornographic playing cards. That was it. Any kid that went to France, they came back and they were like, they, they'd aged massively. Yeah, no, I've seen some things, man. It's not that they've been to war. I've seen some stuff. <laughs> this makes us 12 hours of our trip. The following four hours, this this is the detail I like, were spent uh, in the Carrefour, I think that's pronounced. It's basically the shop, pushing yep. trolleys full of wine, beer and fags around for the five teachers who were in attendance. No. Whilst they made us add up the prices. No, yeah. like, 
as a master. We then loaded the under storage of the coach uh, before shuttling the alcohol and cigarettes down a row of 11 to 12 year olds to help with our teamwork skills. Nah, that's that, that's uh, they're absolute legends, those teachers. That, I am unsure my mum would have been thrilled. She paid 80 pounds for me to do a booze run. 80 quid. She did get 200 cigarettes each, though. <laughs> That is amazing. Is it, I, I say complete respect to the teachers on that one. I remember going on a school trip to, I think it's Ainsford in Kent, to see mm. a Ford. A Ford? What, one of those lakes you drive through? Yeah, a little water, that, that big, it's like a massive puddle that's a road. I, and I don't know why we had to see it, because I've never had much dealing with them before or since. No, there's one in Cornwall, which uh, when we went to visit relatives in Cornwall, it was all Always thrilling when my dad made the decision to do the Ford because obviously oh, yeah. it depends on um oh, no, I'm not the, saying. Uh, the tide. But yeah. I wouldn't have travelled for that specifically. No, and I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's no you know electric energy involved in a live performance of a Ford being run over by a sort of family <laughs> estate car. That is a great buzz. I'm all for it. I'm just saying I don't know what educational purposes that served. When would that ever come up? Yeah, I mean most of my school trips were. Kind of educational. You expect like a historic castle, don't you? That's what you, that's your classic school trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you go if you go to France, you go to some trenches for the war stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, Yeeps we went to. Is it Yeeps? Yeah, we went um, to York and we did like we did all of that stuff. We did the the Yorvik Viking the Center, the Minster, the, the Minster. Ghost Walk. It was great. Yeah, great that's stuff. all good. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, just like, some of those. Uh, there must be some sort of backhandery like corruption going on. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm a teacher and I know I'm taking 100 kids somewhere, I'll be like, how much to bring them to the Mortons? <laughs> you know, I've got 100 people it's, paying it, to get do in. Do you know there. what? It's worse than FIFA school trips, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Set Blatter trying to get, a, you know, a backhanders to get them down to see the Ford. Yeah, we went to Qatar, actually. We didn't, I don't know why we're going to Qatar, but... Um... These 100 kids are going to need lunch. Pub around the corner. Do you fancy the business or not? <laughs> Um, now, we've had a uh, follow-up email to something we read out, Rob. All right. We've heard again from the woman who uh, liked to have her thumb within someone's hand to go to sleep and would put it within the, th- the husband's hand. Yes. You ask some questions and she's answered them. Okay. Hi, guys. It's Amanda here. I was ecstatic to hear you read out my email regarding sleeping with my stroke, my husband's thumb. I would like to reassure you that my thumb is always available for me. Uh, but I like my... Hu- oh, is, is she hold it? She likes to hold a thumb, doesn't she? That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, so she holds hers, but she'd rather hold her husband's yeah. thumb. But I think she has to wait until her husband's asleep to hold the thumb. Is so, that right? Yeah, I would like to reassure you that my thumb is always available to me, but I like my husband's thumb better as it's bigger. Oh, okay. To clarify the use of his thumb, my husband and I usually cuddle up before going to sleep, and I use his thumb until we start to fall asleep at which point I then switch onto my own thumb. Okay, so that's sort of like part of the pre-sleep cuddle is a yeah. thumb hold. Yeah. And then and then it and then she slips back into hers cuz you can't hold it for the whole night. Well, she said however, if I still have hold of him when I fall asleep, he'll usually ease his thumb out and tuck mine in, trying not to wake me. Oh, oh my god, the that is a high pressure thumb removal, isn't it? Yeah, that is that is that is putting a baby down in its uh in its cart, isn't it? What's your pre pre sleep routine of a cuddle? I mean, some people that cuddle all night, I find that That's animalistic. Hard. 
Animalistic. It is. It's not like just turn the eating on. Like I, I'd get so hot immediately. Imagine cuddling. I love loads of pieces, but the thought of cuddling her all night fills me with horror. I've told you I put the duvet completely over my head. I have told you that. Yes, I? but yeah, yeah. so right, you're in bed. So do you have like a little kiss, good night, and then do you immediately roll over and cover your own head? Yeah, but I tell you that, that one of the things is we've got quite different bedtimes due to my work. And also, I think Rose would always, almost always go to bed before I go to bed. So there's not that moment when you're both like, good night, if you know what I mean. It's you sneaking in and sliding under the covers. Yeah, that, after, that's how it I'll, I'll get in about 4am, you know me. <laughs> yeah, you've had a good old just sit and wait. <laughs> yeah, good old sit and think do. about what I can do with my life. Also, as well, when you get into bed, it's still quite cold. Like the room's cold, but like it's warm under the bed. And then your side of the bed's freezing. I always like try and get a bit closer to Lou because I can feel the heat. And then she like kicks me off her because I'm sort of waking her up. And I'm like just trying to get warm. <laughs> I can't. I don't like being the first in bed. No. What do you feel vulnerable? I feel. I feel like <laughs> I'm inevitably going to get woken up. I think I've put too much pressure on myself. I'm like. I'm gonna. If I go to sleep now, then I'm gonna wake up, and then I'm gonna be awake because I'm annoyed that I've woken up. So that's like I'm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I find it well because I'm. It's basically I think similar to you is I'm never really in the house on my own. I'm either at work or at home with Lou and the kids. Yeah. Or Lou goes out and I'm with the kids. So it's very rare that I'm indoors, completely empty house. And also because of our jobs, I'm normally coming later, and most of the time I lose of sleep, and I'm, I get into bed after gigging or whatever. If it's like, especially now we've got kids, you, you you can't stay up too late, can you? So I find it weird if I am in bed in the house on my own, right? Say say lose away somewhere, or she's stayed at a mum's or whatever with the kids. Yeah. I, I I lay there all spread out, and I sort of feel like, oh, this is what it'd be like if she left me. <laughs> You're Isn't completely it? wrong, obviously, Rob. She'd take the house. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be at my mum's tiny little spare room immediately. But I'm just saying, though, like, or and then I just sort of think, all right, if you want to leave me, off you go then. And imagine having that massive house on your own. Oh. I always say the first five days would be incredible, but then you start getting sad, day yeah. six. Yeah. I it? mean, once you completed Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm you'd, be, you'd, be, in. you'd be webbing around New York crying and Joe Swash's best friend would be saying, are you all right, mate? Yeah, but he's a good lad. He's a nice night out. Yeah. Um, I was, so how, do you get, how big's your duvet? Do you have a duvet that's bigger than your bed that you pull over your head? Or is it a, a duvet that's for that bed? Or have you got two separate duvets? If you're pulling the duvet right over your head, yeah. you must be taking it off of Rose. No, is- I'm, I'm quite short, remember? Oh, so you sh- shuffle down. I'd shuffle down. I'd you're shuffle off, down. Are you off the pillow? No, I bring the pillow with me. My pillow's not in a set position. Okay, so you're not at the top of the bed pulling it up. You no. are keeping the duvet where it is and shuffling down. If the mountain won't come to Mohammed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right, I've got a lot of questions here. I know we're going off the topic. No, so fine. you're shuffling down. So you're, where's your head height in relation to Rose? You're at a shoulder or a navel? Um, shoulder, probably. Sure. You're down to my shoulders. You only shuffle down a little bit. Heads under the under the under the duvet. And uh, do you, do you go for? I know you've got a very high body temperature. What kind of tog are you looking at? No. I've got a very high body temperature. Low level tog because it's going to get hot under there. Um. Well, in summer, it's just a sheet. Just a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's quite a high tog in winter because we don't have the heating on at night. Obviously, I'm not made yeah. of money. <laughs> Do you not have the heating on at night at all? No. When you have the heating on at night and then you wake up and you're like, you need about six litres of water to start the day. <laughs> no, I don't. We don't in our room. We turn. We have the heating on, but we turn our radiator off or have it really low if it gets really cold. Yeah. But we have it on in the kids' rooms. 
Right, yeah. Do you? Well, no, we do. We have an electric heater on in my daughter's room. Rather than the full whole... Well, because heat. the, the heating's linked around the house, you see. And then can't you just turn your radiator off? I'm not turning my radiator off every night. Because obviously the radiator, you want your radiator to come on at like half five to start warming the room in the morning. We have it on all night. You have your radiator in your room on all night. No, so we have the central heating on 24-7, right? In the winter, you like can, when it's you, really cold. We have the time for you to say the full number seven. <laughs> no, because 24-7 is too long, isn't it? So 24-7. No, so we have ours. <laughs> when it gets to winter, we'll have it on 24-7. Uh, but at a low level, so we'll have the ra- all the radiator on, but quite low, right? Yeah. And then, because if you have the thermostat set, then it will uh, release more heat into the radiators as the temperature drops. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah. we want the, uh, we want my daughter's room to heat throughout yeah. the night. So she's got an electric heater, but not a radiator on. Well, the radiators in the house go off about what half nine, ten, or whatever they go off. And they start again at half five. All oh, right. I don't know but if you, I'm... But big... our radiators aren't independent room to room. So were we... They to... are. They have... That, don't they have a one to five on it where you can adjust no, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the timers aren't independent room to room. So were oh. I to leave her radiator on all night, we yeah. then have to turn ours off with the knobs and then... This is some of the worst podcasting I've ever been no, involved in. That's interesting because right. I think you're tight... Or no, no, maybe I'm, being, I'm being, or maybe I'm being flash. Rob, when you have the heating on all night, I mean, it's just unbearable. <laughs> yeah, but then you turn your radiator down. So you, how often are you adjusting your bedroom radiator? Well, so we normally have it on about one, so it's warm. It's like that. It's hot. It's warm to touch the radiator. But it's not hot. There's not much heat coming so off. So you're yet. heating the downstairs all night as well. No, because it when the te- we we have it. No, we've got. I don't know, but my my house is nice. <laughs> I've never too hard to go to I've never known someone start as many sentences in a row as what you just did. I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but I'm never too hot or too cold. It's working for us. Neither am I. We're both completely right, happy okay. with our heating. It's <laughs> an advert for Nest. <laughs> if you can't sort out your heating, everyone. Oh, anyway, right. So here we go. Look, is is I've got I've got an email. Let's move on from the heating. This is a mental podcast today. Um, about this is about duvets and stuff, right? Um, yeah. I've, this is from Rebecca Price. I have never been a good sleeper. That is until I tried out Josh's technique of covering my head with the duvet. Oh yes, allowing please. a little tiny opening for my nose and mouth. I obviously look crazy, but I'm currently sleeping solo since my husband fell and broke his arm and has been banished to the sofa until he recovers. Why has he gone to the sofa? Why has he gone to the sofa? Why is the broken arm meant that he has to sleep on a less comfortable piece of furniture? I don't know. Maybe he broke his arm having sex with another woman. And that's side, the side note. I don't know. And Rebecca, please let us know why he's gone to the sofa. Anyway, he's gone to the sofa until he recovers, which seems madness. I shall enjoy the next six to eight weeks with my new... Six to eight weeks on the sofa? <laughs> this poor guy. Oh, my... The side notes dominate our, our inbox recently. Yeah. I, I'm just going to say, though... It does open up a lot of questions about how they're managing their heating in the sitting room and the bedroom at the same, oh, yeah, you know. It must absolutely drop off a cliff in that front room, the poor fellow. He's, bro- He's got the cast oh. on, though, so that should keep him warm. 
So anyway, she's going over the head and it's changed her sleep. Oh, yeah. She says, thanks, Josh. I find myself excited about the prospect of bedtime. Rebecca, 40, slave to a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. Well, I just think that that's a really good thing. That mm, why, why, Surely when the husband comes back, you just stick with it. Yeah. Well, maybe, there, there is two variables that have changed, though. I don't. She hasn't quite identified that there's two variables that have changed. Yes. And maybe it's the husband that's the problem. Well, exactly. But also, I don't understand why when he's... Uh, two things. Why is he on the sofa with a broken arm? And secondly, why will it change when he comes back? Maybe you're explaining your technique. Provi- she's got to shuffle down. If she's, embarrassed, if she's in the kind of relationship where the husband would find it off-putting to get to sleep if she had the duvet over her head... Yeah. He's not the kind of husband that's going to take six to eight weeks on the uh, on the sofa. <laughs> exactly, no way. I, you know, I don't want to throw it out there. I feel like I've maybe have been a little bit overly privileged and showy-offy about my heating arrangements, but why not two duvets, two single ones? Here we go. That's the, that's the, the, the continental what method. What do you think? This is a good question. Do you think you'll ever be one of those old couples that has two single beds? No, probably two queen beds if I had the space. So would you do that? I just don't understand. At what point in your relationship you have that discussion? I don't think I'd ever go two single beds, but I think as you get older, you, we've got a king bed though, right? Yeah. Which it makes a massive difference because when we yes. started seeing each other, she used to she had that bed that's not a double, but in between a single and a double, and it was horrific. And then we had yeah. a double, and then we was like, so I always like being in the same bed. It's lovely, but I I think there's something wrong with getting the biggest you can for your room. Do you know what I mean? But the single beds, so I think it just gets, probably when you're like 90 and like one if you keep shitting or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's probably that. It's probably like a medical thing. It's yeah, not just the love's gone. It's just that, look, I love you, but you keep pissing on me. You're just going to have to yeah. <laughs> just do it in your own time. <laughs> um, do you reckon, what about you? Do you reckon you'll ever do no. that? No. no, I can't imagine getting to that point. Um because I he, still, whenever I'm in a hotel, oh, this is weird. It's, I still sleep on one side of the bed. Yeah, as if someone's going to join me. You you can't sleep in the middle of a double bed. That's weird. <laughs> I think start, I think it's starving. really weird. You look like a playboy, just... just like yeah. <laughs> you can't sleep in the middle of a double bed. I think you have to sleep on one side simply for access to the table. <laughs> what are you doing in the night? Like, how, anyone... <laughs> how much do you drink it? Do you always take a drink up with you? Yeah. Oh, well, I bet you do. Big pint of water. I And do you know what? what? I, and this is, I know this goes down badly with Rose, but by the end of the week, I can have four or five pint glasses on my bedside table because I always forget to take them down in the morning. Yeah, that's not a good look, is it? And you're, that, it's not. Look, we all know, you and Rose love a knickknack. I don't think an empty pint glass can count as a knickknack on the side. <laughs> it looks messy. I tell you what you should get. It's little, like pretty like baby sham glasses, and then it would look like it fit in then. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, that's not going to last me the night, mate. No, not the way your body churns so up. So how much, how much are you not taking a, a drink to bed? No, I never do. What? So I occasionally... You've got the heating full on. <laughs> I'm a lizard. <laughs> you, what's going on? <laughs> so occasionally... I'm just baking. So I ca- if I've dr- had a few beers, I will, or I'll nick Lou's drink, because Lou always takes a drink up. But I, I went for a weird stage of like being waking up first in the night and being half awake and going downstairs and half asleep. And I started just like sculling, like, you know, them like smoothies, innocent smoothies, the kids What? Have. I just started sculling them in the middle of the night. <laughs> Are you, what are you talking about? I don't know why I used to do it. And sometimes it'd be so cold, it'd give me a headache. 
And then I just go back to bed. It was like a little dirty secret. <laughs> that is astonishing. Oh. Well, like how big? Well, oh, just the little ones. Yeah, the little one, like the little ones for their like packed lunch type thing. Yeah. Did I tell you about the time my mate um used to smoke and then he stopped smoking when he sort of married his missus and got they got married and then with the stress of kids that it, he started smoking again but in secret. And right. then what you'd do is, in the middle of the night, like after like a feed or something like that, it'd sort the kid out and then go down and smoke and then blow it out the kitchen window. Oh, my word. Like secretly. And then, his wife, and then once his wife came down and said, what are you doing? And he went, I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got, a, I've got another email here, Josh. Okay. Hi guys, love the show and as a Brit living in New Zealand, your show helps me feel a little closer to home. I have had a smile on my face since discovering the podcast. My good friend and I had our first children. My good my good friend and I had our, oh, well, I thought she was, my, sorry, my good friend and I had our first children just four days apart. Right. So yeah. I, I thought she sort of like. That's how she's referring to yeah, her partner. Uh, yeah, basically we got to 48. We, there's no sexual chemistry. They're my good friend, and we thought, "Fuck it, let's just go for it." And we might get into it. <laughs> you know, just get drunk before we do it. It'll be fine. My good friend and I had our first children just four days apart. We didn't plan it over a Christmas champagne tasting. Yes, we are those wankers, and are lucky enough to be free of lockdown. We were discussing the podcast, and I mentioned that the feature of kids who look like Josh. Her little girl Georgia is a definite contender. Oh yes, please. Georgia is 19 months old. Photo attached of a salty G. Thanks for all the laughter. Please don't stop. Nat Wood went into New Zealand. Have you seen? I've got this in the email. Have you seen this one, Josh? No. So if you put it on the group, I think it, I think it's the best one we've had so far, Josh. That is so good. It's exactly you as a child. And do you know what I mean? Some some of them when they send them in, they look like you now as a kid. They've got a sort of like a yeah, a young, but obviously got a bit of a, like a grumpy face because not that you've got yeah. a grumpy face, but you're I know, old. But, it's but fine, fine. this girl looks like. Exactly how you must have looked as a kid. Yes, um, I did have curly hair. Yeah, very curly. I didn't really have that curly hair when I was a kid, but I can imagine um, it's got curlier as life's gone on. I'd say you are probably one of the most famous curly-haired people in the country. Well, you know, thanks for that, mate. I think Alan Davis, AJ Pritchard. Who's AJ Pritchard? Oh, mate, he's on Strictly in the Jungle. Come on, stop pretending you don't know what's going on. He's a big deal, Josh. I, I absolutely... You've got to get a finger on the pulse of, you know, popular culture. You can't do observations. You can't. You don't I know reckon, AJ Pritchard. I reckon, I, reckon, I reckon you can get through a comedy career without making a joke about AJ Pritchard. Yeah. I'm just Googling him. You know, he's on the jungle now. His brother, you know, Curtis I'm not watched. I don't watch the jungle, Rob. Curtis Pritchard. Oh, I've met AJ Pritchard. <laughs> when? He he's a dancer from Strictly. Yes, I know. And I think he came he, he did, he came on the last leg. All right, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to um, know he made a real impression on the show. When's he back on? <laughs> well, he can't he can't come back on, Rob, because yeah, he's, he's in, in the jungle. He's in the jungle, of course, as we as we everyone all know. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that, mate. He was getting quite angry with Shane Ritchie's you know, dishwashing habits, and he cleaned all the dishes really well, and it got a bit tense between them. That's what Do you know, there, there is some points when I worry that our podcast is a bit facile, but then you tell me that's the most watched TV show. 13 million people watched them argue about exactly. watching their mouth. How have we not got that many listeners? We're oh. talking about duvets for 20 minutes. Can you imagine how, 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 how viral that duvet chat, if we did that around the campfire in the jungle? Oh, mate. Oh, be the big TV. I'd use that at the NCAs for another reward. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, duvet chat. And then it'll cut back to Ant and Deck. Both got duvets on. One's hiding below, thumb out, stroking the thumb, stroking the nose. Boom, straight into a trial VT. That's how telly's made these days, Josh. Well, we'll stick the uh, curly-haired Georgia on Instagram for you to see, but I think she's probably the best lookalike we've had so far. Um, so, um, oh, Josh, I think we're probably done. I've got a... Uh, for, for next, for Friday, just before... Uh, Sindhu V on Friday. I'm going to send you a photo of... We discussed children that have got too much hair for their age. Yeah. I'll be sending you a three-year-old with a lot of hair, Rob. Okay, wicked. Oh, can I, can I, can I do a shout-out as well? Off the back yeah. of the success of the Broccoli Barber, um, my cousin... Um, it's, just, it's just basically like Jamie Carragher now, and I'm just sort of getting jobs in for all my family members. My, my cousin has... And very much in the spirit of retraining and trying something new during these unprecedented times, he has taken his food stall of selling chicken wings and he's opened his first outlet in a pandemic. So a big shout out to Wings Tings Official on Instagram. Um, go and follow them. Um, can I do a shout out then? Yeah, you don't. So this is, I'll do this one. This is, they've opened in their first outlet in Reading in, um, and it's Wings Tings Official, Tings of a Z. And um, yeah, go and follow them and check out. It's really good food actually, to be fair. Um, he's started his new business. So good luck to him. There we go. I've got a parenting shout out, Rob. Yes. Yes. So, um, so uh, my daughter's uh, key carer at nursery has trained doing, um, as a sleep trainer, and she's absolutely, genuinely, I'm going to say it, one of the best people with kids I've ever met in my life. She's absolutely amazing. So if you are looking, and because it's the lockdown, so she trained and then it was a lockdown, so she can do it via Zoom, etc. Go on Sophie Evans, S-O-P-H-I-E, Evans, E-V-A-N-S, uh, dot Sleepy Lambs on Instagram. She's brilliant, and um, she's just started going professional on that so oh, do good. Good go to her. her yeah she's great um uh, yeah she turn up stroke the nose hold the thumb do that over the head exactly all exactly who knew who knew <laughs> and that she may look very much like josh widdicom and his, yeah i'm i'm moonlighting i'm, I'm moonlighting <laughs> i i've worked out how to get to sleep imagine if i did if i just worked out how to get everyone to sleep you would be a billionaire <laughs> That, that is that's the way forward isn't it yeah anyway right thanks for listening guys and we'll see you on friday cheers bye